Welcome to the Adam King it. Show, everybody. I am your host, Adam King, joined by the one and only Rock Breath, my dear friend and companion who is trapped in the middle of a hurricane in Florida right now. So we finally got the internet working at his place in order to put this episode on, and we're going to get through this quickly. Uh, Rock, we have some crazy yes. days, elections. We haven't had results in two days. What the hell is going on, man? You know what? It's just another repeat. It's just ways to stall things and fill ballot boxes with the wrong ballots. They still haven't reported. I remember back in the day growing up up until 2020 as a child, young adult, every single every single election, we would go to bed and know who won the yep. city council races. Yep. LA you City Council is saying that they're not even going to publish their results until the end of November. What? On a city council race that has like 50,000 votes. And they're Democrat oh versus Democrat races. Go figure. Anyways, oh we got some problems in this country, man. Some serious sure problems. Do. And you know what solves problems? Humor I and do. laughter. Humor and laughter. <laughs> let's, let's get some it. memes. Let's dude. do it. <laughs> let's do it. And then let's jump into this good show. All right. So first meme of the day, heart problems linked to everything except that we made you get. Man, people are falling <laughs> off these days. Uh, oh, yeah. There's some scary things, man. Young people are dying in droves. Breaking news, $1.9 yeah, Powerball announced winner. Yeah, I was so disappointed that when I woke up, it wasn't me. Yeah, it was this guy. <laughs> it was it was this guy, Leopold Z Leopold Zelinsky. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> oh, now I get. It. I see the flag. Yeah, flag. yeah, you see the Ukrainian flag. <laughs> the, the fake mustache threw me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's Mr. Peanut. What was the what was the guy, Mr. Peanut? Remember the Mr. Yeah. Peanut? That's him, right? Of course there. I do. Uh, later on, I got a funny story about that. Here's one that I thought was really interesting. This is an actual newspaper. The WHO releases plan for global digital vaccine passports funded by Bill Gates and the Rockefeller Foundation. <laughs> Go figure. That uh, is real. They are really doing yeah, I know. that. That I is believe some it. scary I shit. It. It's still, it's, it's funny because it isn't going to affect me. The average Pennsylvania voter. I really like this Fetterman guy. Dude, this guy's this guy's like a cyborg. Uh, yeah, but you know what? Being against Oz, Oz was a poor a poor choice for a candidate. I'm not surprised. A poor choice for a candidate <laughs> versus somebody who cannot cognitively exist in the real world. <laughs> Biden, you win so many elections with these bad boys. It appears to be a planet where the elite pedophiles keep citizens in a constant state of fear by hyping up the flu season. <laughs> yeah, right. Republican Party stabs off politics. red waves. <laughs> I've seen that. When you finally link with that Instagram model that gets 1,361 likes in six minutes. Damn, bitch, <laughs> you live like this? <laughs> Stupid. I've been there. I've been there. Tonight's unsolved mysteries. What happened to monkeypox? <laughs> that answers good, your question. What happened to the flu? Who season? gave us that one? 
Now, this one I want everybody Tim to run. Mike, Mike Lindell yeah. is on a rampage right now. This is important that our viewers see this. We have to keep getting the word out. Share this comment with everyone you can the moment we caught them stealing Herschel Walker's race. And you look at that chart right there, and you see that Herschel Walker's gaining, 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 gaining. They dump 100,000 votes in Georgia, and you see that spike right here. You see that spike? Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah, that's, that there. Make sense. That's the moment they... that they cheat. Statistical outliers. Oh yeah. And that's then this one a... by this one by Cat Turd. I wish <laughs> I wish I was kidding, but Democrats actually elected a dead dude yesterday. <laughs> Pennsylvania State Representative reelected yeah. despite being dead. Yeah, isn't Pennsylvania insane? state representative who died last month was reelected during the midterm elections, reports say. Democrat Anthony Tony DeLuca <laughs> died on October 9th after a brief battle with lymphoma, a disease he twice beat. He was 85, the Pennsylvania House Democratic Caucus wrote. Now, I do not believe that the people of Pennsylvania voted for somebody who, who died. Uh, yeah, While we're incredibly kind of saddened by the loss of Representative Tony DeLuca, we're all proud to see the voters continue to show their confidence in him and his commitment to the Democrat values by reelecting him posthumously. Special election will follow soon. Pennsylvania House Democrats said in a tweet. It's very, it's, very it's insanity. The left has lost their minds. And they and they, and you mean to tell me that Dr. Oz, who might not be your perfect candidate, but was a TV celebrity for 20 years was beat yeah. by a man who literally is in a stroke. I know. It's insane. Evelyn de Rothschild died in 91. Mark Zuckerberg is firing thousands of employees in a big chopping block from Meta because they suck. Yeah. We already saw that one. And that's it. These are our that's memes it. today. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Thank you. All right. I'm going to let in our two doctors. We have a great COVID covid repeat part two and uh rock i'll catch you on the flip side yeah you sure will thank you so much and have have a have a great show yeah, everyone thank you rock thank you all right we are joined once again by the lovely dr margaret aranda and dr lisa puto and we dr aranda last week we had a conversation about covid and we really we really went deep and it and we were just scratching the surface. And so to all of our listeners out there, Dr. Aranda invited Dr. Saputo to come on the show so that we can go a little bit deeper into uh, the issues relating to COVID, COVID vaccines, uh, and some of the some of the 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 really earth-shattering information that we spoke about on our show. Mm -hmm. um, but before we get started, doctors, I have I have to address the pink elephant in the room. What is happening with these elections? You call them elections? The, doctors, I, I clearly am the senior in the room. So I will ask um, the, 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 those younger than me that in your lifetime, since COVID, did you ever see an election not called on election night? Not that I remember. Mm -hmm. Not that yeah. you remember. Well, yeah. how can you have it called on election night if they're doing funny things with it? it takes time, you know. Do you know, you remember um, uh, the election, George Bush versus uh, Al Gore for president? Yeah, I do. Oh, that was with, big. With the hanging chads, right? That's right. So 
I remember even that election was called on election night. Even that election was called on election night. Well, I guess a lot of the machines broke and they ran out of paper and they had a lot of people sitting around waiting for hours and hours and Trump so, had a, a plea out to, to stay there and just keep waiting. Is there any races that either of you are paying more attention to? Not really much because, uh, I mean, a lot of it you just can't count on. Are they fair races? And if you have a vote to make, you're going to vote for one doofus or another doofus. You don't get, in America, you no longer have things that are fair. I mean, look at look at how the Congress is. They vote one way or they vote the other way. There isn't anything ab about that that is making you have confidence that your vote counts. What we have Not to do is, is get together mm -hmm. and form a party that has power. And I'm thinking that maybe something like We the People Power would change mm -hmm. America a lot. We the People Party. I love that. That's where mm -hmm. I want to be. The well, candidate that on. The candidate that I'm the most passionate about is Carrie Lake in Arizona. Yeah, sure. And she is just dynamic. She is the leader. I look at her and I see more of a leader in her than I do in DeSantis or Donald Trump, to be honest with you. And she's just on fire. She says all the right things. She has that angry mother attitude that's going to seek revenge for her children. And I think she'll protect us. And this election against Katie Hobbs in Arizona, they still have 70% of the votes tallied in. They're cheating wherever they can. They're, they, they take as long as they can to deliver their votes so they could stuff here. They might get an extra hour to stuff there. And it's clear as day. And the thing that is the most disturbing, that upsets me the most, is when you go to your Democrat friends or even some of your centrist Republican friends and you only mention the irregularities, they relate you with absolute animosity, complete shutdown, there is no such thing as voter fraud. Everything is normal. Go back to work. Do not pay attention, you Alex Jones-loving conspiracist. Right. Mm -hmm. And although I might be an Alex Jones-loving conspiracist, it's it, 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 it's so baffling to me that even, uh, I, I mean, 80-year-olds who have seen, <laughs> you know, that's 40 elections in their lifetime can't admit that there's irregularities and that's well, where there's a big problem well what can you expect when you have a congress that's a corporate congress we don't have democracy anymore we have we have corporate democracy exactly and, and i'm nervous about kevin mccarthy too does that make you guys nervous the whole thing makes me nervous well first of all they're not willing to call the house for the republicans even though it's clear that the republicans took the house that's the first uh that's not, I don't even know what the first red flag is, to be honest with you. I mean, like I had a whole show planned about COVID, but I should have known this going into this show three days after the elections, that the elections would probably still not be called and America has no clue where our leadership is. At what point does the, the at what point does do we do we step up and take over D.C., march on D.C. and not leave? That may not be the only solution. I think the real solution is to, is to fight with with votes, with powerful votes, but they have mm -hmm. to come from a party that represents the people, not from uh, uh, two parties that represent corporate America or other financial institutions. Right. And until we have that, we have no vote. So whether you vote for one or the other, does it really matter? You think the Republicans are better than the Democrats or they're worse than the Democrats? It's they're both corrupt. Yeah. So where do you have to go? You have to come together as we the people. And we haven't done that. 
we sit on our on our overweight behinds and hope that it'll go away and profess like we know what's happening in the world when we don't because we haven't studied covid and we don't really even even know what the three branches of our government are is mm -hmm. so i mean what would you expect from a population like that here we are we have to be patriots and we're not we have to be patriots we're not being patriots and we need a vast education re-education program to really to really just wake up america and you know look over if you overlay the election problems on top of other problems that we face as a country that which i brought both of you on the show to discuss being one of them covid and everything related to covid and the new world order and the world economic forum takeover <laughs> through a virus uh, you know, you have to ask yourself, where is there hope if not in God? Because there is nowhere else to have, find hope than in than in God. It, it's hopeless. And either God will save us or God doesn't want to save us and we're doomed. But it looks pretty doom and gloomy. The only thing we have left is the Second Amendment. <laughs> How many guns do you have? <laughs> enough the better question Ammunition. is how many yeah. the better question is how many bullets do i have to keep those yeah. guns fresh there's a shortage of and that answer is also enough <laughs> well wow. sadly uh, adam what's happening is we've been distracted by covid covid mm -hmm. isn't the problem yeah. at all the real problem oh, yeah. is much deeper it's what you're talking about it's the world economic forum and things mm -hmm. like that that are totally trying to destroy us and we're we're in a, some kind of coma we're mm -hmm. not moving forward at all. For the I like part. how Alex Jones refers to it as Stockholm syndrome. Sure, he, it is. he relates yeah. to it as Stockholm syndrome. And I was thinking about this because I have very dear family members of mine who are very stuck inside of this myopic world groupthink mass formation psychosis. And like, it makes me wonder, like, what is it that keeps because they have to know that this is all a lie. And they have to, there's something that keeps telling themselves that this lie is, is not, um, that this lie is, uh, that this lie is uh, worth defending, even though they have no relation to the victors of the lie whatsoever. And, uh, you know, and, and even though the victors of the lie hate these people and want to kill them and have injected mm -hmm. their, you know, speaking of killing them, the, the left is the one who took the vaccine more than anybody. You know, and so when you think about all the people that are dying on the left and face paralysis live on stage, you know, they, these they did this to their own people and their own people carried out these these. Um, these dark totalitarian. Atrocities. Days of old brutal atrocities. Yeah, that word came to my mind too, atrocities. Dr. You know what I like what, in it too? What I do you like have to say it. about that, Dr. Aranda? Yeah, I liken it, and I wrote a substack on this. Uh, I liken it to believing in Santa Claus. <laughs> Don't tell our they listeners just, that they Santa just Claus want... isn't real. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm Jewish, <laughs> but they can't go through that right now. <laughs> just you know, they just they they want. I listen. We were all to a certain extent. I was very trusting in the NIH, the CDC, the FDA, the ABC, NBC, CBS groups uh, mm -hmm. until this happened. And I could not understand why they wanted to 
even put the vaccines out to the medical professionals first. Well, let's just kill all the doctors and experiment on them first so they can die. So I knew there was something wrong with that picture right away. And a lot of other people did too. So I think it's just, they, they want to believe what they believe. And I think a lot of people have to be led very slowly to uh, start thinking for themselves and look at some of the data. Do you agree with this and this? Then what about this? So, and, and then maybe we can try to turn some, but a lot of us think we're in an echo chamber. We're preaching to the choir. I think everybody's done with the boosters. <laughs> I think so too. I, I don't think that's why they're rapidly trying to, it, you know, as long as the emergency use authorization act still exists, they have a pathway to bring RNA vaccines to flu shots. And that's their low hanging fruit. I believe. What do you think about that? Dr. Sabuto? Well, it is low-hanging fruit, but the whole thing is we, we get sidetracked by this thing and we go along with it and we can't go along with it because we have to have to use our intelligence and, and we can't have our brainwashed. Mm -hmm. So unless we start thinking for ourselves, you, you can't have conversation with these people. Mm -hmm. I think we should let them go. They're gone anyway. And if we, get 20, if we get the people who are brainwashed into thinking that yeah. the Democrats are right. That, that it feels like we have to good. let them go. It well, feels like we have to let them go. Well, if you don't let them go, you're going to waste valuable time yeah. on not being able to change something. Exactly. But if we go after the 20 or 30, well, it's probably 50 or 60 percent now of the population and can capture 10 or 15 percent, we get 20 or 30 million people in one block. We could do a lot to stop what's going on because we could sway elections if they don't overfix them even more than they are now uh, to, to accomplish something. You know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Dr. Zaputo, I think that 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 we have to be prepared to to fight for our freedom and our lives much more than just through elections that we have to be able to we have to flood the press. We have to flyer cities and, and we, we have to go back to propaganda of the early 19th century. You know, when the printing press was just born, the French Revolution, you know, we have to to, you know, put out little pamp, little flyers and newspapers. And if they take away our media, we take we have to come to the media with paper, you know, and 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 I'm a firm believer that. Uh, you know, the Second Amendment was given for us for the purpose of keeping government tyranny in check. And we have to we have to be firm and not afraid to say that we are we are determined to defend ourselves and our and our livelihoods and our rights. And 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 there will be some of us. You know, I have a um, a phrase that I coined. Called um, uh, for a book that I, I I've been I've been contemplating called Waiting uh, for PTSD, <laughs> and the and the basis of the book and if someone wants to beat me to the punch they can go have this book but they better subscribe to the show because if they take my book idea but they don't subscribe to my show then That's I'll be pissed. Bad. But the book is really like the book concept is really like waiting for PTSD. You have every eight minutes a soldier in the United States a veteran commits suicide. So if they're taking themselves out, at what point do they turn around and start taking out the people who are committing these evil atrocities and ruin their lives? Mm -hmm. And so it, it always it always makes me wonder about these veterans that commit suicide. When do they snap? And when do they start going after people in positions of power? If they're already on a death wish that they want to die and they're killing themselves, 
And so the, the, the concept is waiting for PTSD. And at some point, obviously, doctor, you're not going to be the one to go out there and fight on the front lines. But, you know, people have to go to be willing to defend the country, or at least make a showing that they're willing to defend the country in attempts to kind of push back on the on the powers that don't think that we would defend our country. And the alternative is nuclear war with Russia, robot armies in China, uh, like, you know, like China, imagine China, China sends us mosquitoes every single year to the California coast. It's, everybody knows that they send these huge Chinese ships, containers filled with mosquitoes, and they open them up off the coast of California and they just let them go all the way. And they fly to California and they infect people. What about when China starts sending robot armies of drones to California to just like endlessly march through and, and, and attack us? You know, things we are at an ultimate point of desperation and we need to turn this ship around. We can't do it with violence because what they want to do is have a civil war. What's the best way to get rid of the population? Have it kill itself. Well, let so, me ask you a question. Okay. You know how like everybody on the left, like when we go into elections, they start saying stuff like, like, if the Republicans win, there's going to be a civil war. Is that a psyop to prevent the Republicans from ever engaging in a civil war? It could be. It would be a smart psyop. It would be a what's very the best smart way you could get rid of the people in this country mm-hmm. is to kill each other. And ultimately, what's going to happen, probably, in my opinion, is if this war escalates to the point where it looks like it easily could, we're going to wind up in a nuclear war. Because if they try to take over America by itself, we can't allow that to happen. And the only recourse you have is to fight back. Then you're, then you're killing lots of people. And maybe that's what happens every m- few million years or well, so, that's, is we destroy ourselves and start over again. That is what is at stake on this this pivotal midterm election, is nuclear yeah. war with Russia is on the ballot. No matter what everybody thinks, nuclear war with Russia is on the ballot. Right now, just for our updaters and for you, Zelensky is on the ropes. He has very little supplies left. Winter's coming. They have no electricity, no heat. Russia has 500,000 fresh soldiers and a ton of money from this oil deal that they just signed with Saudi Arabia and China, pretty much taking Saudi Arabia and putting them on the Chinese dollar, the Chinese uh, and, uh, and, uh, and Russia bankrolling the whole thing through their refineries. I mean, this is like the new world order and it's not including us. Mm-hmm. How do you think you'll ever discover what's really going on? You think Putin's a bad guy and Zelensky's the good guy? Well, since we have met doctors here, you know, Newsweek published an article about Putin's claims that he's he's really fighting biolabs. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. They say maybe. The U.S. has confirmed several biolabs. The biolab mm-hmm. in Odessa was confirmed. That was um, confirmed on a a DHS visit to the facility where they prided the facility on its, it's a level three Institute of Virology. So we know that there's at least one for sure us biolab because the, they, um, the head of DHS gave a speech at its opening priding, you know, this was way back before the war even started. This was years ago. So we know that there, that the U S did build one in Odessa. Um, Question well, do you is, think where the where the bio lab is in in Ukraine makes a difference? What if it was a thousand miles someplace else? Could they not still use the well? I think that there's go to move on and get that. 
There's biolabs all over the world. Yes, there but are. if there was a biolab in Tijuana, the U.S. would be all over it. And so this is why Russia's, this is, you know, if Russia's saying that this is the reason why they're coming in, like immediately after the world suffered this total fake real pandemic where a where this corporate America released an, uh, a bioweapon on, on Earth. And, and Dr. Aranda had the most amazing quote last week. She said, the COVID, uh, the vaccine wasn't made for COVID, but COVID was made for the vaccine. <laughs> That's beautiful. It is beautiful. <laughs> I've been, it's been in my head for a week, echoing in my head, this, this quote. And, and Dr. Aranda, you really hit it on the head when you said that. You know, like if you think about all the compounding factions, you know, like a, the Nazi blitzkrieg, if you will, since we are dealing with the real Nazis here, you know, mm -hmm. the blitzkrieg is you, you bombard one point on the front with everything you got so that you could create a big enough hole that your, your armies can run through. We got election fraud in the United States. We got I don't know how many people are injected with RNA vaccines. That's just like a big what what if in the back of the, you know, so much happening at once. How do you fight back? If, you know, elect, how do you fight that with elections? You clear up the corruption on both sides. Don't think the, the U.S. is so lily white because it's not. We're actually, in my opinion, the troublemakers a lot of the time we're fighting four or five to six wars at the same time. You never hear about them here. Oh but yeah. We're, we're the aggressors. We use our might to try and control what's going on in the rest of the world and the rest of the world fights back. And then when do you think you get the truth from, and from who will you get the truth? You don't know. Mm -hmm. So we get brainwashed too with no answers and stuck in a place where we go, what can I do? That's why I keep talking about what we have to do is we need to get together as patriots. We, the people, need to get together and form our own organization that's a, a union or a political party or something of that nature so we can stand up and say, no, we're not going to have that. And we've got enough people now. We've got 40 or 50 million people. And there are way more than that in the way of patriots in America who don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Give them something to do by giving them a voice. And once they have a voice, then you have power. But the only way you have a voice that has power is if you have numbers. It's strength in numbers. I mean, the bad guys, what are there, a couple of thousand of them maybe throughout the world? We have 340 million people in this country. And somehow we're sitting back on our, our heavy duffs doing nothing or, or complaining and say, what can I do? Somebody's got to move in the direction where we get organized. We have to, we're in world, we're not World War, just World War III. We're in the second American revolution. Mm -hmm. And if we don't stand up and stop something here, we're going to be done. And, and it's urgent. We have to move on that immediately. Because when we get distracted by COVID and by things that are happening in the Ukraine and Russia and other places, we get distracted from what these jerks are doing, these psychopaths are doing to try and control us and to destroy us. We cannot get distracted. We must come together as patriots. And Amen. that's what we're doing, by the way. You may not know that. Our organization, Physicians and Patients Reclaiming Medicine, is absolutely doing that. And as a big focus of our attention is to raise 20, 30, 40 million people who are saying, what can I do? And say, mm -hmm. we'll give you a voice. Mm -hmm. 
and you can yeah. join us for free you know be and subscribe or you can join us and support us financially and we'll get out there and we will do something about it with you at so, your at the helm for you that's a great pivot into your organization i wanted to touch on that can you tell us more about your organization how did it start who are you the founding member one of them yes it How started about nine months ago or a year ago. Mm -hmm. One of my doctor friends who practiced with me said, the medical board is coming to get me. And, and for these, for writing medical exemptions for kids that are having oh my God. Uh, problems with their vaccines. And they were going to take her license away. And she said, there's a bunch of us that are like that. And we're standing in line. They're going to peel us off one at a time. And, and then when I, when it's my turn, I'll lose too. And everybody seems to be losing. I said, well, gee whiz, what do you think about getting together? How about forming a class action suit or at least getting an, a, a really top team of attorneys to support what you're doing okay, with this, with this thing and see if you can win a case rather than get peeled off one at a time. They said, oh, great idea. So we got a whole bunch of people together and then we started talking about how do we fight the medical board? And now that things are happening, people like Merrill Nass in Maine, Dr. Merrill Nass is doing some wonderful work where she's got Bobby Kennedy behind her from Children's mm -hmm. Health Defense and supporting the effort. And Merrill is a genius. She went to MIT when she was 18, I think. It was crazy. And uh, so she's standing up and making that medical board look like an idiot. Mm -hmm. And then we got the idea. Well, this is great to fight the medical board, but it's another distraction. It's not the real deal. The real deal is, is Klaus Schwab and his new world order. Yes. And what's happening mm -hmm. there. So we have to step beyond what we formed together for, which was to fight medical boards. We should continue to do that, but direct our attention in another way, where we start to build political strength, the muscle that we need to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And that's what we are focused on now. We have a section of our organization called We the People. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to get millions of Americans who don't know what to do to have some trust and faith that they can do something and believe in themselves and believe in America again, because this is about saving America first. Amen. And where we, when you save America, right. you save the world. So it's that's true. what that's what we're doing. And I'm so proud to be part of that because I think I can't think of anything more important than standing up and being a patriot in a country that's all screwed in a world that's all screwed up. It's about money. It's not about service. It's It's about power. It's not about building community. Right. And until we do that, we're on the wrong track. We're the bad guys. You know, doctor, you just said something really profound. You said, if you save America, you save the world. That's right. And the bad guys know this too. And they know that if they can destroy America, they can destroy the world. That's it. And so that's, that's what we, we have. Beautiful. We have to defend. And the bad guys are Klaus Schwab. To really, sw <laughs> to sum it up, Klaus Schwab. It may be deeper than that. We don't even know that. Well, you know, I'll tell you, there's a lot of families that finance Klaus Schwab, like the Quant family, Q-U-A-N-T. They're like a really old Nazi German family. Great. Um, there's there's a lot of old, old, old families that, that circle around Klaus Schwab. And, um, you know, uh, Dr. Aranda, was it you who I had on the show when I showed the picture with him and his father, Eugene yeah, Schwab. So a lot of people in don't, Nazi don't uniform. Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize his heritage is is was like that. Let me find that picture again. For uh, actually, it's in your file, in Doctor Aranda Part One. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, here it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna show this picture for Doctor Zaputo. Give me one second. Here we go. There you go. There he is. Oh dear. Look at the oh, uniform. Dear. Yeah, of course. I'll make sure that you have a copy of this picture. And the resemblance, Zaputo. right? Clearly, there's a genetic resemblance there as yeah. well. Yeah, very much so. Well, the same thing that happened in, in Nazi Germany is happening here. There's mm -hmm. no difference at all. The Jews clearly up believe we're, any... we're clearly up against the remnant of the Nazis that escaped Nuremberg. But that is the culprit of the of the world right now is the is the is the remnant of the Nazis that escaped Nuremberg. So they said never again. Famous quote, yeah. never again. Yeah. Well, here it is again. Doctor, I'm I'm an Orthodox Jew. I have the prayer for the Israeli Defense Force behind I me. That. I got all sorts of stuff mm -hmm. behind me. I'll tell you something. We say never again, and then Israel jabbed 85% right. of six mm -hmm. and a half, seven million of my people with mm -hmm. their Pfizer eugenics Mangala vaccine. That sounds a little grumpy. I get it. It's so sad. It's so sad. And, you know, in Israel, we had four vaccines before the world had two. How does that it's work? It's shocking. It's shocking. And it was Pfizer vaccines. It. You know, Dr. Zaputo, I really encourage you and all of our listeners to watch the episode that Dr. Aranda and I did together uh, last Thursday. Um, in the episode, I, I walked through uh, briefly, and I spoke about d this with Dr. Round on several occasions, about Operation Paperclip. Are you familiar with Operation Paperclip? Yes. Um, so everybody thinks one of the psyops of the cover-up of Operation Paperclip is to make it seem, to, to reveal a little bit of it to the world so that people and and try to concentrate it. So everybody focuses on NASA. NASA is the part of the cover up where they're allowing it to be revealed to say yes, we the US the CIA did bring over Nazi scientists after World War II and they put them in NASA. So everybody's like, "Okay, they're just in NASA." Oh. But Hitler had an entire mm -hmm. science occultic science infrastructure infrastructure and I was explaining to Dr. Aranda that the CIA also took the students of Dr. Mangala, all the writings of Dr. Mangala, mm -hmm. and they repatriated it. And at the time, if you look at all the German biotech companies that were in the United States at that time, the leading one was Pfizer. Pfizer was founded uh, it, right before the Civil War, and the family, uh, the family. Um, progenitor made his wealth selling citric acid to doctors in the civil war. And that's where Pfizer had really became a part of the elite aristocracy was, was, was the, uh, was, was benefiting off of the civil war in America. And so if you look at, uh, uh history by the time world war two, by the time world war one was even, uh, in play, the Pfizer family was were, were billionaires already. They were in the leagues with Rockefeller and DuPont and all these humongous, humongous families. Um, and they were and the company remained German speaking until 
the late after the 19th, late in the 1950s, that the actual research in the laboratories that were conducted were conducted in German. And so where else, if you were the CIA repopulating the eugenics work of Joseph Mengele, mm -hmm. who's mm -hmm. quite arguably the father of eugenics, mm -hmm. where else do you put these scientists but Pfizer? And when Pfizer comes to Israel with four shots before everybody else has two of their eugenics RNA gene therapy disguised as a vaccine, you start to really put the pieces together that uh, of the origins of the vaccine and where it actually came from. Because RNA technology was not developed recently. It's, it's quite old. Well, it's worse than that. Because what actually happened is Pfizer gave the vaccine to Israel under the conditions that they would not report the effects of the vaccine. Wow. Tell me more about this. I don't know anything well, about Well, that, uh, that was part of the deal. I mean, everything is worked out in advance. All the bad guys get together. They have a plan. They don't tell you about it. Then it's lockstep for them. And we just follow the, what's happening. That was the deal. When they gave the vaccine, they gave Israel a vaccine and said, but you can't report on it. You and know, so they agreed to that. I'll tell you, doctor, you hear around the opposition to Israel. They call them the anti-Zionists. And I always heard these like anti-Zionist campaigns, uh, you know, from the Palestinians that the Zionists are the evil. And it always hit me so hard because I feel deep in my heart that I'm a true Zionist. Okay. You know, I, I'm a, I, if you believe in the, uh, the Zionism, according to the Torah of the Jewish people, is the belief in the Mashiach, the Messiah, and the salvation of the Jewish people and the re-promise of bringing us back to our homeland. But through the implementation of the Pfizer vaccine and Pfizer's control over Israel, it's like we've entered into a new exile. You know, the Jewish people had the Roman exile. We've had the Babylonian exile. We've had the Greek exile. We've had all these exiles. And now we have the Pfizer exile. We have the global it, exile now. It is a, yeah. it is a global exile. Yeah. It is a global exile. Four billion. Do you think Israel people. could have done more or should have said more? I mean, well, they, well, what they I was were trying, under contract not to. Right? Well, what I was saying deep in my heart, what I was trying to express about that anti-Zionism sentiment is it was only through the through the implementation of these vaccines that I did realize that there is a foreign power that has authority over my people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that and that we are not a sovereign nation. Yeah. Well, who is? That's a big it's not question. Just, it's not yeah. just Israel. It's every country in the world. You're like right. Who is? In, the World Health 20... Organization is a sovereign nation. <laughs> well, well, sort of. That's right. In, in 20, mm -hmm. January of 2020, it wasn't just one country that was talking about COVID. It was a whole friggin' world. Right. Right. And they all were coming to attention. So you're saying that Israel Israel has information that it's withholding from the world right now? Of course. They, because they made, a, they made a deal. Yeah. They're smart. But I'm not yeah. blaming Israel. I mean, they're. I am. Well, who knows what's going? Well, you can do that, but who knows what's going on behind the scenes? I mean, I'm not blaming them for the world. I'm blaming them for what the the crimes committed against my people. I see Bibi Netanyahu just won re-election, and that really bothers me. Yeah. Is this the final solution? I mean, like Bibi was our champion for years, and then he injected everybody with four vaccines of German Nazi Mengele eugenics research. Well, so did everybody else. 
And we need to come together as one people. I like the idea of one people, but I don't mm -hmm. like the idea of blaming just one group. I think that I appreciate the whole that. world is complicit mm -hmm. here. We're the all whole world guilty. is complicit. Exactly. I'm guilty. Everybody that guilty. said we you are... cannot come to Thanksgiving dinner unless you take the vaccine right. is guilty. That's right. right. Yeah, that's right. Or that's how far the guilt extends. Yeah, for, force your grandma to get vaccinated or she can't come. Yeah. yeah, it's not even, you know, yeah. A lot of people were forced vaxxed, children and parents and mm -hmm. grandparents. Nobody was forced vaxxed. That was a yeah. part of the, that was a part that of the deal. Part, yeah. That was how God allowed for something like this to happen. Because well, God created the world as a Kabbalist. I'm a very deep spiritual man, Dr. Saputo. I, think I am Dr. Too. Aranda. So, I am we too. all are. God yeah. created the world in the Kabbalah yeah. for the bestowal of free will upon humanity. Because in God's mind, God wanted to bestow kindness upon to another and have that experience. So he wanted to give something over. And the greatest thing that God had is free will, which is absolute sovereignty. And, and so God doesn't interfere in this realm by messing with free will. He always keeps free will intact. God is a lover of free will. And that's why America is a country of freedom. It's a country of God. You mean it's, used to be? It still is. It's it, got a little bit left. But you know, we have an expression. Now. We have an expression in Hebrew. I believe fully in the complete redemption. And that we, we believe that things are okay. And, and for America too, I believe that America is still free. You and I are still free. That's why I get up in the, in the beginning of this segment, even though I condone violence, I still say stuff that is wild and off the tongue because I believe in freedom. I, I feel like we need to say controversial things now more than ever. Mm -hmm. you know, we have responsibility that comes with that. We need to make demonstrations of freedom and sovereignty at wherever we can. You remember Cory Booker said, get up in the face of some Congress people right now. Do you remember him saying that? Yeah. Don't waste your time. What I'm saying is we need to get up in the face of some Democrats. We need to get up in the face of your families. We need to talk to people. Mm. We, we need to show animus to our opposition. We can't show indifference. We can't show... Um, uh, feign ignorance like we want them to just go away we have to show animus they have to fear us Niccio machiavelli says it's better to be feared than loved wow well well we, we have to, to stay come... together there you yeah. go that's what as much as we can but dr yeah. saputo said earlier in this broadcast that we need to start leaving people behind leaving the people who can't be helped behind mm -hmm. because we have a responsibility that comes with free will and if we don't do that, I mean, God gave us free will, but he also gave us responsibility. So we partner with God as we do things, and God will protect us as long as we're not stupid Amen. or do things that are ridiculous. And like that is happening. And that's why God had the vaccines <laughs> according to free will. Okay. That people had to choose to take it, whether they were guilted in by their parents or guilted. In, you know, my, my family, I had family members that said they wouldn't see me because I remained unvaccinated. You know what I chose to do? Not see them. Yeah. And it was painful. Yeah. But you want to know something? I care more about me than I care about anyone. You know, and maybe that's a lesson for America that we need more self love. We definitely need more self love. Mm -hmm. well, you can't give what you don't have. Doctor, what do you think? What do you think? Is there any sort of proper detox for this vaccine? 
No, you're screwed. Once you've had the vaccine, that's it. And it depends on your particular uh, biochemistry and physiology and your genetic makeup and epigenetics. There's lots of things. And do you think that it's, do you think that the purpose of this is sanitization? Well, it probably is. Uh, but I, I look at this thing as, as not bad. This is another test from God. Mm-hmm. How are you going to respond to a situation that's really vile, that's, uh, that's made by a bunch of psychopaths? And how do you survive it? You have the opportunity to go beyond what's happening here now. Mm-hmm. And I think it has to be done with love, not with hate. And it has mm-hmm. to be done with building community, not with being independent. We're being divided into smaller and smaller groups. And as we do that, we become impotent. That's why I'm talking about we the people. We need to come together mm-hmm. in a peaceful Absolutely. way with political strength that says, no, this is not going to happen. And if you do that, this is what we're going to do about it that's political because we can. Mm-hmm. We have so much of a massive advantage with strength and numbers that we should be touting on the big towers saying, you do this, you're in trouble, and this is how we're going to do it. So the first steps are to bring people together. And that is what our, my, our organization and uh, with uh, Margaret says. And that's where, what, where can people find your organization? Just go to reclaimingmed.com, reclaimingmed.com. And I'm going to put it up on the screen for our audience so that uh, everybody could see the website. And it's and, wonderful because people ask all the time, what do I do? Where do I go? Who's yeah. there to help? What, you know, just tr- tell me what direction I should go in. Well, first of all, everybody should go to this point, make a donation. They should, they should go Thank to you. that part of the, the website. Um, donate now. Everybody should click the donate now button and go to PayPal and send them some money. But in, in the meantime, everybody should go check out their website, check out their initiatives. What kind of initiatives do you guys got going on? Abolishing medical censorship and medical mandates. Right. We were on the steps of the Capitol building on September 30th, uh, petitioning the governor not to, to veto AB 2098, which takes away medical freedom in the office with a doctor and a patient. If he had done nothing, it would have passed, but instead he wrote a letter uh, and uh, signed it on as law. It's supposed to start on January 1, although there's doctors that have filed lawsuits against him and it. Uh, so yeah, we're, we have put ourselves out there. And do you think that do you think that the quickest way to end this would just be to end the emergency use authorization? Like if we end the emergency use authorization, does everything just go back to normal the no. way that it would? No, there'll be something else. We have to rebuild it. We, we have, have to, to we have to stand up as patriots and defend America. Uh-huh. And if we can't do that, we don't deserve America. That's the problem. And mm-hmm. we don't want to do it with bloodshed. It doesn't have to be that way. It can be it doesn't have to be that way. But right we're prepared on. to. We're well, you always to. back it up. You back it up. Yeah, you have to back a, it up. But well, you know, I think better yeah, to die and, on your feet than on your knees. And civil unrest is sort of an in-between doing nothing, doing something, taking action and a revolution. 
-hmm. So civil unrest, like the farmers and the truckers in Canada, don't you think Mm -hmm. they changed the world for us? Yeah. And for themselves? Yeah. A little bit. I don't think they changed the world enough. You know, they need to still be there. You know, the biggest problem I ever saw with January 6th was that they actually left the Capitol building. If they stayed there, let's say they camped out in there for like two days, (laughs) January 6th wouldn't be viewed as the way that it's viewed as now. The messaging would have been clear. People would have started taking it seriously. It was like this pinnacle crux. Like they came in for three hours, they danced around, took a bunch of selfies and left and then never did it again. It's either a, a clearly an FBI sting, like the Ray Epps thing that everybody's talking about, sure. or the patriots that were there just, you know, they didn't care enough about the country as much as they care about showing up to work on Monday. Well, and that's a big problem it. on our side is that we we have this like mentality that we're the ones who work and we're the ones who show up. And, you know, like, what if we don't show up to work on Monday? Doctor, you're an important doctor. What if you don't show up to work on Monday in civil protest? and you let your patients know that you're completely in disagreement with what's happening and you know like this is your way of protesting people need to make a stand and they need to they need to uh they need to push back against the tyrannical system dr zaputo i asked dr aranda last week a very important question that trended really hard amongst our listeners and um i, I was very surprised with the feedback and it was a medical question and i want to pose the same question to you and we'll make this one also into a clip for our for our audience. Um, that I'm a single man. I'm on the dating apps, and the dating apps they list that the vaccine set status. I think it's pathetic, to be honest with you, that people right. go around showing their vaccine status to each other like a bunch of losers. Well, I'd like to know if they're vaccinated. I would like to know if they're vaccinated. The question that I posed to Dr. Aranda that I'll post to you without telling you her answer is: Is it safe for unvaccinated people to date vaccinated people? Well, there's a risk from it. We don't exactly know what the risk is uh, completely. If you're thinking about the spike protein being transmitted back and forth between two people, one vaccinated and and the other not, I think that's a bunch of baloney. I do. Mm -hmm. But if you're talking about spreading the virus, that's another story. And we know that vaccinated people do transmit the virus. They carry it. Mm -hmm. Those that are unvaxxed that have already had the infection, it's not an issue because you will not get the infection again, except in a rare situation. So w- would I date somebody if I was single uh, who was vaxxed? I'd probably mm-hmm. be hesitant to do that. Mm-hmm. And not just because they're vaxxed and, and I'm worried about what I'm gonna get, it's because of their mentality and how they're, they're thinking. Because I'm, I'm certainly not. That's my biggest concern. If they're willing to, if, they're, if that's such a big, big hole in, in their in That's their a red person- flag. They're going to sell your kid. Your kids are going to have pink hair and boys are going to become girls under those under those circumstances. Well, it's already happened. But the question that I have is is and that I post to Dr. Randa is is um, is there substantial evidence that the damage that's done to the reproductive system through the vaccine causes significant risk to potential fertility in children? Totally. Yeah. So then it would. So. So backing up to get a real yes or no answer question from you, is it safe, knowing all the risks, is it safe to to date, marry, and have children? If you're unvaccinated, should you stick to an unvaccinated person or, or is it safe to let liberté and freedom and love run wild? 
Well, I, I think it's not a good idea to be around people who are vaxxed. Mm -hmm. They're the ones who should be wearing N95 masks, not the people that are unvaxxed. They're the ones that should be quarantined or, or to stay at home, not the ones that have had the illness. So you do believe in shedding? Oh, I think shedding the virus, absolutely. And I think mm -hmm. you do shed some of the spike protein too. But you got to think that if the spike protein is a problem for the person who has the, the spike protein in them, they should be sicker than hell. And, and they are kind of mm. sick, okay, because even though the, they may not be symptomatic, but when you just are in contact and getting a little bit of spike protein, not a good idea. It's like saying, is a little bit of arsenic good for me? No, it's not. Mm. So I, ideally, I would not date somebody if I was uh, single and I was looking for... Uh, and long-term, and, long, and I say this to, to my audience, these are two Stanford-level doctors that I have on our show today, two really impressive pedigrees of doctors. Uh, and, and, and so it, it, for the audience, Dr. Saputo, um, it does represent pregnancy and, and child-rearing complications, and it would be advisable to, to not date people who have taken the vaccine is there more of a in, in all the research that's coming out have you or dr aranda have you seen anything in the difference between men and women who absorbs more of the spike proteins or or who has the bigger risk well, of infertility one of things, yeah one of the things to think about too is that uh a lot of the worry has to do with blood and fluids that get transferred mm -hmm. between people. So the question is, what could be in the blood of somebody who's vaccinated that isn't in the blood of somebody who's unvaccinated? Mm -hmm. And actually, Ryan Cole is actually the pathologist doctor. He's uh, coming out with some markers so that we'll be able to test some, some markers of spike protein. But it's not just spike protein. Of course, there's the whole theory that there's graphene oxide or mm -hmm. that there's nanoparticles. Right, the and nanoparticles. The nanoparticles is what's scary. Yeah, they may be genetically uh, adaptable and uh, programmable by five G. Right, is what some people are saying. That's, and that's you know that's like could be a conspiracy theory, like uh, myocarditis in teenage boys was after the vaccine as well. So nobody has lived ten years beyond the vaccine for any of us to know yeah. what the future brings. So that's another reason to avoid it and avoid being around people. And that, the last point I'll make here, because it's in the blood and we talked about the blood uh, last show, blood transfusions. The right. FDA says you don't so even have scary. to check for anything. You don't yeah. have to check for anything in the blood between vaccinated and that red cross says that they don't even uh, tag the blood and identify that's who's vaccinated and who's not That's vaccinated. So, so there's like blessed Medically by his blood. Yeah, blessed by his blood.com. They mm -hmm. have uh people that have not been vaccinated and you what can is this like website? a co-op. I believe it's blessed by his is a Christian website. And you can sign up in the co-op and they keep track of everybody. And if you need blood, uh let's find somebody with your blood type. Like, and I took I wrote a substack at the rebelpatient.substack.com on this, and I took a poll. Uh, people are, that are unvaccinated don't want to get the blood of somebody who has been vaccinated, right. but they're willing to join a co-op and pay a little bit for it and even be on call 24, you know, seven to go uh, offer to donate it to somebody because it's hard to bank it uh, and keep it fresh. Uh, you don't want right. to waste the blood. Right. But yeah, a lot of people are absolutely, absolutely concerned about this. And they're trying to, they're actually willing to delay their surgeries until such time that more is known about this. But I also ask people, do you believe 
the FDA thinks that there's no reason to test the blood or say that it's Vax or Nvox. 100% of people say no. They think the, the FDA is lying. They also think the Red Cross is lying that they're not marking it and they're not tagging the units as to who's been vaccinated and who hasn't. And there's agitation and absolutely no, we're not going to tell you if this blood has been vaccinated or not. Yeah, I actually saw a special on the Red Cross about the dark nature of the Red Cross and how they actually sell blood and some other really, really scary things. Dr. Aranda, in our last show, I mentioned to you the patent application number for the Moderna vaccine, the component of the the 5G nanolipid particle. Did you happen to read it? I did not read it. Okay. Next time you come on the show, I, I'm going to ask you again. Okay, so, good, good. Okay. Um, Dr. Saputo, I uh, took it upon myself to read whatever I could on the on the patent applications of the vaccines. Um, I myself am an inventor and familiar with the patent application process and whatnot. And I told Dr. Aranda that the Moderna vaccine has a 5G nanolipid particle in it and that they were awarded a patent and the patent number is 2020060606. Of course. And right? And, you know, when you when you file a patent application, you get a random number. Oh this yeah. Is patent That's number right. 7169432 right. whatever. You know, they got 2020060606 and it's a 5G nanolipid particle that is in the Moderna vaccine. Maybe they've privately contracted it into other vaccines, who knows what they got it in. And that 5G particle responds to um, the biorhythmic features of the body and somehow through data converts it into data that is used to create cryptocurrencies. So they're harvesting the body's bioenergetic field or whatever you'd call it for the purpose of turning that human into a piece of profit. You know, when you're talking about transfusions and you're worried about spreading it to other people, I think what we should do is let the vax people give blood to the vax people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's 85% mm-hmm. probably of the population's had it. I mean, if you believe that. in the science, right? I mean, we're right. all, I, I'm here with two real scientists. I'm a fake scientist and telling my audience that I'm a real scientist. But if you believe in the science, what do you do if you're in a study? You have to isolate things. Am I right? Yeah. Well, you can't. There are too many confounding factors that you can't just do one study one time and get an answer you can trust. Mm-hmm. There are too many variables. And then with all the conflicts of interest that people have who do science and publish in, in our med- major medical journals, like the Journal of American Medical Association and Lancet and uh, New England Journal of Medicine, there's more crap in that than there mm-hmm. is fact. And we know mm-hmm. that now. Marsha Angel, a doctor who was a, a, the editor of the New England Journal of Medicine for a lot of years, a few years ago, resigned from it saying, I can't stand working for this organization, basically working for this organization anymore because the information that's published is, is got conflicts of interest. Who's paying for the study? It's, it's the pharmaceutical industry. They have 10 years ago, they spent $92 billion a year in research and the NIH only spent $32 billion a year. And you think you can trust the information that, that's published by uh, big pharma if good scientists do this study, they give it, and then big big pharma says, ah, you did great work. Thank you so much. Brilliant. Now you give us our data, and we'll interpret it for you. And it never mm-hmm. says, oh, we spent $500 million, and by the way, our drug sucks. 
Everybody at the FDA knows that outperformers at the FDA are rewarded with very lucrative corporate contracts when they leave the public sector. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. That's what happens with the people who are in charge of the CDC. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, they go to the pharmaceutical industry right after that. The head of the, of the CDC often goes there and makes seven figures a year. Mm-hmm. You don't think that's corrupt. I mean, the, the whole th- this country's friggin' corrupt. It's the most corrupt country in the world. There you go. Yeah. So we need Without to come together. We have to come yeah, together. Yeah, we need to come together. How do Absolutely. we organize? Doctor, how do we organize? Doctors. Come. You won't. They're we like don't organize. Ca- no, you're hurting cats there. They I don't do cats. That. Yeah, you ever tried to herd cats? Oh, doctors, doctors are not good at organizing. No, they're, oh, okay. we are not. They're complicit in what's happening. Right. You know, 90, 85, 90% of the yeah. doctors are complicit. They're giving these stupid vaccines and recommending them. And then when they're hospitalized, they're not giving the drugs at work and giving drugs that harm you. I mean, that's, they're as guilty as anybody. I don't, I don't stand up behind doctors for that. I understand why they do it, but I don't forgive them for that because it's wrong. So One it's of, not going to be the doctors that are going to save us. It's the patients. That's the yeah. patients need to save the doctors. You know, one of the, the reasons. One of the reasons I started this show was to bring good people like yourself together with other good people, and to start collecting an audience. Where we stream yeah. on every single platform. If that we even stream in foreign countries, actually. Beautiful. And uh, we are out there. We're making clips. We're doing everything in our humanly God-given power to break the algorithms and they don't ever take us off of platform. Actually our, our episode with Dr. Aranda last week got censored and taken down from, from YouTube, but it's still available on rumble and it's still available on every other platform like Spotify and Apple iTunes and all that stuff. And we started this, this because we wanted to corral the masses and we wanted to start getting information out there. This podcast is actually accompanied by a newspaper, uh, uh, an actual imprint publication that we've been working on as well. And so um, we hope over here at the Adam King show that we can at least corral the audience and bring the right people together and the right viewership of activist patriots who want to save our country. And that's our job. Uh, Your job is to keep spearheading the research and getting these tidbits of information so that we we have accurate information and accurate doctors. Are you guys familiar with um, Dr. McCullough's new, uh, the wellness group? His yes, new, uh, what do you guys think about that? Is that in competition with you guys? No, no the, the competition for what? No, I've got more patients. His is like handle. online medicine, correct? Anything Peter a lot. does, I'll support because he's a great human being who's given a lot and he he's is. a great scientist, a brilliant man. And it's not the best way to do medicine. In my opinion, that needs to be done face to face. But if you're going to do something that's a little bit different, do it any way you can. And yeah. if he wants to start it with an online approach, God bless him. I'll support that. One of the things what that I'm I, doing a little bit more. Yeah, well, Margaret we need does. you to stay in your lane, doctor. We need you to finish. We need <laughs> you to right. accomplish your, you know, your tasks for the That's movement. Right. Um, uh, one of the things I like about his program is they have an entire section for alternative medicines yeah. that they that they're promoting. And I don't know if they're going to know alternative medicines as well as some uh, people who are really experts in the field and other naturopathic doctors. Actually, any of you know of the work of Dr. Jill Stansbury? No. 
one of the most remarkable uh, doctors I've ever uh, read. I have a fascination with medical writings. I'm, a, I'm, a, uh, I was in our last episode, Dr. Randa. I had some books on the table. I was like showing them, holding them up, like, look, I got this. I'm not such an idiot after all. But, um, but uh, Dr. Jill Stansbury put out a five-volume set on holistic formulations. And each book is very different from the rest with exact specific uh, formulations. Um, and it's a fan fa fascinating book. I paid $200 for every book. There's five of them. Well, well I'll, I'll mention too that there's a, a parallel medical system with the indigenous American Indians. Mm -hmm. And doctors that lose their licenses can actually apply for certified uh, tribal practitioner licenses they have their own pharmacists everything is non-pharmacologic and uh, herbal and different things like that i've been talking to a few of the of the doctors in different tribes and i'm real interested in that because uh, exactly what you were showing me last week with the uh, very antique books of uh, mm. original you know uh, herbal medicine especially mm -hmm. and using animals and their pancreatic juice and things like that putting it in your ear with dr Saputo, we had an entire conversation yeah. about gallon on the previous episode well, listen, this is the right track. We call it alternative medicine. It's not. The medicine we practice yeah. today is archaic. What we're trying Here, to I do actually have people... that book on the table. Let me read. Well, yeah, I'll read one for it. Dr. Zaputo. Let's get there you go. This is the book. Okay. Wondrous Healings of Wise Kabbalah. And it takes from all sorts of places in the Talmud and uh, other books called one is called Pardes Ramonim. There's a, a whole bunch of books that are medical books in the you're familiar with the Rambam, Rabbi Moshe Maimonides, who wrote a thousand years ago some significant medical medical volumes. Yeah. Here, cure for disease of the kidneys. The milky resin of the poplar tree salix, when drunk, heals disease of the kidney and inflammation and blockages of the kidney tract. According to Rabbi Tuvia, there is a different method, which is to take the bark of the poplar tree dry it in the shade, grind it to a powder, mix the powder in a liquid and give it to the patient to drink. That's no That's different dark. than Western medicine, by the way. I'll tell you why. Because what it's doing is it's, it's coming up with a, something that cures symptoms. And that's mm -hmm. what drugs do. Sadly, the drugs often have way worse side effects than mm -hmm. these natural approaches. And, they, mm -hmm. and the natural approaches are superior but we should be looking for the, what is the origin of disease? Stones, mm -hmm. Okay, right. there you go. So now yeah. you're talking about things that have to do with spirituality. Mm -hmm. We're claiming to be very much uh, uh, people who are spiritual. If we do, then we have to look at what's the purpose of an illness. Do you learn something mm -hmm. from the illness that you couldn't mm -hmm. have learned any other way? And wow. what's the job of the healer? The healer, not the curer. The job of the healer is to explore and go into that. So it becomes a psycho-spiritual experience if you're looking at healing people. If you just want to get them back on their feet and back to work, give them penicillin or give them stuff from your tree. I mean, it's the mm -hmm. same thing. So when we're talking about healing, it's totally different than curing. We've got to go back to the future. And the Native Americans did that. And a lot of mm -hmm. indigenous cultures did that. And they've got medicine men. And yes, mm -hmm. they use things to make you feel better. But they also figure out what the heck went wrong. Why did you do that? I have so many people who have diseases, some of which are fatal, like some cancers. And if they've had them for a while and I ask them, 
what did you learn from this illness that you couldn't have learned if you didn't have the disease? And they're talking a mile a minute for 20 minutes. There's a lot there. So spiritual roots of illness are underplayed massively. And it's a tragedy that medicine has focused on that. And it's become a monetary thing rather than a service that looks at the spiritual roots of why we're here. Hmm. That's That was so inspiring. Thank you for that nugget yeah. of wisdom. That was something that you rarely hear from doctors. We aren't trained to do that, but I, I've I, learned to do that. I have, uh, I told Dr. Aranda that my, my, my doctor kicked me out of the practice for not being vaccinated. And that's the type of doctors that I get exposed to. So when I hear a doctor like you spout something so profound and full of, of wisdom, like you just did, it, it means a lot to me because it makes me have faith in the medical industry uh, or oh, not the medical industry, but, that but, <laughs> but faith, faith that there are healers that they're Some. in the Western medicine, that there are healers and a few. It, a, and a Dr. Saputo wrote a book on this, right? I did. What, what is the book called? He wrote a book. Well, it's called Science, Spirituality, and Medicine. And I don't sell the book, but I will. It's, it's only 30 pages long, but it's pretty, it's fairly profound. I'll be happy to send you a PDF of it. And oh you, my God, I would love a copy. You can sit, no, not just for you, for anybody who wants yeah. it. We'll put I, it on as our, I said, I don't sell it. I we'll only put it on our it. website for um, uh, everybody who appears on the show has a bio page. And we'll put it on your bio page that uh, so Distribute people can download it the way the you want to if you like it. Yeah, it's free. It's beautiful. It it, it is very beautiful and it, and it, and it is so inspiring to to hear somebody say what is the root cause of of illness the way yeah. that you just did. Are you in the wrong place at the wrong time? Is God mad at you? No, it's none mm -hmm. of those things. There's purpose and love in it, mm -hmm. and it's hard to see when you're suffering. I have a patient who's a tennis player now who had a stroke and he can't play tennis anymore. And he's an attorney. And he's now it's been about nine months since he had the, the stroke and he's paralyzed on one side and he's walking clumsily. And he says, you know, I learned things that I could never have learned if I hadn't had this stroke. Now, would I trade my 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 right side that's paralyzed back for it? Yeah, I would. Right. But I, I did wow. learn something I couldn't have learned. But God's kind. God loves you and is trying yeah. to help you with things. And and in his wisdom gives us challenges to face that we can go beyond if we're going to be advancing in our spiritual path, because that's why we're here on earth, is to learn to become better human beings who are wiser, more spiritual, more loving, build, building community. It's not about I, me, my, and mine and separation. That's what these jerks who are in the World Health Economic Forum are trying to do mm -hmm. to us is to get us mm -hmm. to kill each other and to, and to be divided into 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 individuals if they can, mm -hmm. and right. it's working because we're right. we're mesmerized by all this baloney that's out there that's taken us down. We're good people, but we got to wake up, and that's our lesson. That's our mm -hmm. lesson, our spiritual lesson. That's why we're sick right now is to learn how to wake up. Totally right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. let's do that. Let's come together. Let's make we the people something Amen. strong. Join Amen. join us in our attempt to try and make America stronger and to be independent and to win this second American revolution. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, doctor, for joining the show and for, for all these pearls of wisdom. We would love to have you back anytime. It, it is so inspiring to hear, uh, you know, the, the cure and not the, not the treatment. Yeah. And well, the healing. Yeah. 
Well, let me know when you want me. I'll be back. <laughs> Very much so. I, uh, I I feel we'll be working together in the near future. Everybody We're always can... working together. Your your uh, website again is patients and uh... it's it's re it's reclaimingmed.com. Reclaimingmed.com. It's Margaret's as well. We're we're yeah, partners. We're both in, it. we're both in together in this. We're leaders and, in that group. And you and is this connected to the FLCC? No. No. We're we're parallel paths, but mm -hmm. we're we're more spiritual than they are. I appreciate we're spiritual. That. I mean, who in medicine? We're is very spiritual? spiritual. Yeah. Totally. Thank right. God. Thank. I'm thank so honored God. that you ended up on my show. You know, you, I'm a very. That's spiritual. why I I thought it was perfect. I'm, I, it's I, definitely perfect. God's been with really us. You really touched me. You you touched me by teaching me something. Well, I've I'm 82 years old. I've learned. See, I'm older than you. That's 41 elections you've been through. That's right. <laughs> and only two of them took longer than election night to get the results back. Yeah, well, let's not get hung up on elections. Let's make America great again. Amen. Amen. On that note, Amen. I think we will end the show. I want to thank our guests, Dr. Saputo and Dr. Aranda from ReclaimingMed.com. And uh, we will have both of them on the show again very soon. Stay tuned after we uh, we end the show for a little follow-up. And, um, and uh, I appreciate you all. To all our listeners out there, please subscribe and get ready because this winter we have some of the most amazing guests and the most brilliant minds that America has to offer as we have. This is our 10th episode, Doctor. And... Uh, you know, we were formally associated with an, a previous show. We did 26 episodes with Ben Stein on a show called The World According to Ben Stein. And then we had this little spinoff. And so completing 10 episodes today and the next 10 Beautiful. episodes that are to come are uh, from where we we our first episode. We started with Roger Stone. So, I mean, like you can't go wrong if you if you. You know, Roger Stone, Darren Beatty, and Ali, Ali Alexander came on the show together for us. So it was yeah. it was a great show. Yeah. But uh, thank you all to our listeners. Thank you, our lovely guests. Thank you to Rock Breath, who runs the entire backstage. Yay, and we love you, America. God bless America. We will get through this election. That's Do right. not give up. Keep pushing on the pollsters to produce results. The more we push on them to produce results, the quicker they'll give us these results. And tell all your family, cause a ruckus, and don't go silently. On that note, good night, everybody. God bless America. <laughs>